to the Cooler Women's Wellness Tribe, the podcast. Get comfortable, get your walking shoes on and let's get going. Hello, 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 wonderful, wealthy women. Welcome to the Women's Wealth Podcast. Okay, so I think by the time you listen to this, it's nearly Christmas or it could be the beginning of December. So I'm just going to start by saying that it's okay to feel stressed. It's okay to be feeling the, gosh, the immense anticipation that comes at this time of year. What are we doing for Christmas? What are we doing for New Year? Where is the money coming from? Seeing family, seeing friends, going out, drinking, eating more than you usually do, eating bad food, feeling guilty for eating the bad food, checking your bank account, you spent too much on that night out. (sighs) It's okay. Just take a breath with me now. Exhale. Today's podcast is going to help with this. So I'm going to be talking about biohacking. Now, how is it going to help? Because hopefully once you've listened to this podcast, you'll have an idea of the things you can do that are really going to help your mind, body, physical, mental health over the Christmas period. I'm not going to say don't go away and have fun, of course, but ask yourself the question, do I need to be excessive? And at Christmas, we all do it. I do it. I'm going to, you know, eat all the food and then eat the cheese board because it's there. And then the next day you feel really bad and you feel like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. And then you start again or you're drinking, you know, and I've been that excessive excessive person, not just at Christmas, you know, four years ago, binge drinking at the weekend, eating really bad food. And I'm wondering why in the week I felt so crappy, why my mental health was so poor, why I was full of anxiety, why I had face full of spots, why I struggled when I would go to work out at the gym. You know, I was just like, oh, it doesn't work. Why I didn't have the energy to go to the gym. And you're generally just in that cycle of excess. Oh gosh, I shouldn't have done that. Excess, I shouldn't have done that. And the more we think and we're in that state of I shouldn't have done that, the more it affects our mental health, the more we're anxious and the more we start to dislike ourselves and our bodies. And I know that sounds dramatic, I guess, but if you really think about it, when you've been within that cycle, that's how you feel. You dislike everything about you and then you're kicking yourself for doing it. So this podcast is just going to be shine a light on how you can take control of your own health and well-being. And you may have seen the word biohacking around, you know, if you Google biohacking, the definition that comes up, you'll see that it's sort of yoga, meditation, sleep tracking. And when I just Googled it then, just to see what Google said, as you do, um, the story came up of a man, I actually saw him on was it Joe Rogan or somebody else's podcast? Um, And he transfers his 17-year-old son's blood to his body in the quest to fight aging. So you have the extremes of biohacking. I'm not going to cover that today. (laughs) I'm not going to do that. I'm going to cover the 
the things that you can do. Sometimes biohacking can sound very sci-fi. So what the example that I've just given, the man that you know gets his son's blood, um, you know, and that could be enough to put you off or be enough for you to just think, ah, uh, that's not me. But it it can be you. And there are ways to do it that don't involve the Frankenstein things like that. Um, what is biohacking then? I don't think I answered my own question. It's taking control. So bio is our biology. Hacking does have a double meaning. So hacks, those things that we see, you know, I've got a really good hack and things that you see online, five hair hacks. So it's a positive in that way. At the same time, hacking can be a negative, you know, if you've had your bank account hacked. So it is a, it's a homophone, English teacher and me. So same word, different meanings. So when you read biohacking, you might read it as a good thing or the hacking as in these, you know, scammers that we get. I can assure you it is the positive hack. So it's learning about your body and learning ways to look after your body by using what you have around you. There is a crossover within, you know, I just mentioned sci-fi. It can cross over. So for example, I'm sat now with my Helion, which is a frequency device. And I'm sat sending my body frequency. I can't remember what program I have on actually. I think I have joints and bones because I felt a bit stiff this morning. You know, and that's very sci-fi. I'm sat here having a bioresonance while I'm sat recording a podcast. Um, so it can be techie sci-fi in that way. But most of it and a lot of it isn't about turbocharging yourself. And it's not all about being superhuman. It's about performing how we should naturally and restoring homeostasis to our body. So if you listened to my podcast, a few podcasts back with Olivia, it's called just breathe or take a breath. And she's a Wim Hof instructor and she speaks about Wim Hof. And I've actually just finished reading his book and it's very interesting how he talks about our breath and how as humans we're not using our breath in the way that it was intended So first of all, yes, we are breathing or else we wouldn't be here, but we're not breathing properly. And because of this, we are compromising our immune systems. We are compromising our health. And at the moment, this is one biohack that I'm really working on, which is to just breathe properly. So I'm just going to give you an example before I get into a little bit more about how to biohack and start your own journey. When we're breathing, so we breathe, you may just check where you're breathing from now. Is it the chest? Are you breathing from the chest or the throat? And is your breath short, sharp and shallow? If so, you might find that you do struggle with exercise. You may struggle to sleep. You may snore. You may have a lot of colds, coughs and colds. You may have asthma. What we really need to do is breathe from the belly. So you inflate the belly instead of pulling the belly in. You then use the diaphragm as you do the next part of your inhale and then you fill the lungs. So it's kind of like a three-part breath and it's something that you have to be very aware of because we're very conditioned 
to breathe through the mouth and from the chest. Now, if you think about other animals, mammals, they breathe through their nose. Like if you have a dog, have a look at your dog now. Dogs only breathe through the mouth when they're hot and that's the way that they cool down. Humans breathe through their mouth and you may know some mouth breathers and you may know that they have health problems. One very quick biohack for them, or if you're that person, is to if you catch yourself breathing with your mouth open, close your mouth and breathe through your nose. Maybe I'll do an episode on nose breathing if if that's something that interests you. But that is something I'm working on at the moment. And I am practicing this when I swim, breathing just through my nose. And I do my breath work every morning and breathe just through my nose. And I am noticing a huge difference. So how do you get started? So biohacking is about making small changes to your lifestyle. And these small changes will have a big impact. It's an art. It's an art of understanding your body's unique responses and finding out what works best for you. So through biohacking, we actually optimize our own biology. And like I said, it's science. We can use technology. But the main thing, and this is what I'm going to cover today, is your lifestyle. It's personalizing your lifestyle and using approaches that empower you to take control over your own health and your own performance. We are the only people that are in control of our health. And we tend to sort of, we know, we might blame it on other people. And the biggest thing that I hear as a mentor, I don't have time. And I understand that everyone is busy. Everyone has, you know, work. Some people have children. There's a whole list of things that I could say like, yeah, you know, okay, I get it. But whenever someone says that, I really think, right, okay, you actually don't want to change. And I always want to say that you will have time when you're sick and you have to take time off work when you, you know, when you're sick and your immune system's shot or you're having hospital visits. With biohacking and just generally looking after your own health, we have to make time for it. We only have one chance at this. And I don't have time is the worst excuse that I hear And you know, that might be a bit of a truth bomb for you, but we've all got five minutes somewhere in the day to just sit and close our eyes and do a meditation. We've all got five minutes to sit and just concentrate on belly breathing so that we can be really mindful. You know, it doesn't have to be huge, big events. You know, we've all got time to drink more water. That doesn't take any time. And money is also a thing that people, you know, would argue, I haven't got money. I don't have time. Okay, I understand the money part, but it's free to breathe. It's free to meditate. Your water's technically, no, it's not free. We pay water bills, but you know, you've got water in your house, drink some more water. It's free to sleep. So what you need to do is decide whether or not you're ready to make that investment in yourself. It's only yourself. So I actually have a post, I've posted, you know, I have it if you're listening to this, go back to my November post on Instagram because... I've made a post about this because I've heard this a lot lately. No time, can't commit. And it makes me really sad because what you're saying is, I don't want to change. I'm happy being unhealthy and I don't care about my health in the future. So 
that's what we're doing this for. That's why I'm doing this. I want to be a healthy older person. I don't want to be riddled with arthritis and back pain and not be able to walk around or breathe. I want to be able to do all the things I want to do until I don't wake up. I want to be that example of this is what your body can do. And this is this is exactly what I'm doing. I want other people to jump on and come along with me because it's amazing. And we live in the 21st century now. We don't all need to be sat twiddling our thumbs in nursing homes because we can't move. Touch wood that, you know, looking after yourself now is going to build your future, a better future. So let's get on. I'm going to go through, first of all, key elements of biohacking and then I'll get into the nitty gritty, how to get started and then some more specific examples and then examples. So there's a lot of information. We'll go through nice and slowly. So four elements. We have nutrition. Of course, what comes into your body goes out. And again, you know, I'm not saying don't don't eat the food you want to eat. You know, I never ever as a mentor, I never say go on a diet, don't do that. But what I do say is think about what you're putting in your body and how it's going to make you feel after. And for me, I think I've mentioned it on another podcast, I have a very sweet tooth. So if part of my biohacking journey is trying to let that go. So when I'm in the supermarket, and that's the worst time because I'm like, oh, I'll get a chocolate bar for when I drive home. I don't need it. I'm not hungry. And after that, I'll probably feel like, oh God, I feel a bit sick now. You know, I don't, I'm just doing it because I'm bored. So I asked myself the question, does my body need this? And no, right then it doesn't. When it was my birthday, I had two birthday cakes. And you know what? I enjoyed it. And I, you know, does my body need this? No, but it's my birthday and I'm celebrating. I'm going to have the cake. You know, so did have I had cake since then? No, I haven't needed it. I haven't had any desire to have the cake. But just giving an example, it could be the same. Alcohol might be your vice. So before you reach for the bottle of wine, does my body need this? How am I going to feel when I've had this? Can I have just one glass? And if you deep down know that you can't, is there something else that you can reach for? And then fast forward, will I feel better in the morning if I have option B? You probably will. The second thing, so we've got nutrition, sleep. I've already mentioned sleep is free. And so many people shorten their sleep, shorten their sleep. shorten the, the amount of time and you know I get people have kids you've got work you have to put the kids to bed and you can't always get your eight hours but some people just don't try to so explore strategies to enhance the length of time you can sleep as well as the quality of your sleep and I'll come on to that in a minute but how many of you scroll on your phone when you get into bed I'm just gonna leave that little mic drop there and I'm going to pick it back up in a minute next is mindfulness and stress management again how many of you can hand on heart say I have and I use stress management techniques I spend my day mindful and the dramatic pause there to give you time to consider so biohacking can also be about learning techniques to manage stress to cultivate mindfulness to support your mental clarity and your emotional well-being. 
you know, like I've said, being mindful doesn't cost anything other than time. But being mindful can be five minutes sat in the garden and listening to the birds. Being mindful can be five minutes stood at the window without the TV on, without your phone and looking outside and watching the world go by. That's being mindful. Because when you're doing that, you're not thinking about anything else. Be mindful can be just sitting in a room with the TV off being the main thing here. And a really good mindfulness technique that I'll just slip in here while I'm on this is the 54321 method. Five things you can hear, four things that you can see, three things that you can smell, two things that you can taste, one thing that you feel. And that could be what you feel physically or in your emotion. And when you do that, it automatically brings you into a mindful state because you're just focusing on what's going on in the here and the now. The next one, smart fitness. So being smart with your fitness, finding approaches to your exercise that suit your body's needs. So not everyone can go to the gym and pump pump iron, you know, Yes, some of us have ailments, bad knees, bad shoulders. So then then what? I know a lot of people that are like, oh, I don't go to the gym because I have bad knees. Okay, what about your arms? What about low impact stuff? Can you walk? You can go go for a walk. You know, it's friendly on your knees. Get some shoes that are going to support you. And again, this is something that a lot of people are very quick to go, oh, I can't because... Rather than, you know what, I can because. So just think about that again. I'll get onto that in a bit more. And then technology. So like I said, sitting here with my frequency device on. There's lots and lots and lots of health technologies out there. There's wearables, there's apps, you can track, there's the whoop strap. There's also things that we can use such as essential oils that can help you biohack. So instead of reaching for the paracetamol, reach for your peppermint oil or your eucalyptus oil and put a bit of that on your temples. That will help your headache. It will also help to soothe you and calm you down instead of putting the chemicals from the paracetamol into your body. That's a biohack. That's you reaching for natural products to help you solve a problem. And if you limit your blue light use, you probably wouldn't have the headache in the first place. So... Again, I'm going to come on to the blue light in a second. To get started, though, you want, you really need and want to want to get started. If you don't want to get started, if you're doing it tomorrow, doing it tomorrow, doing it tomorrow, it's never going to happen. You need to have that drive of, I want to really make a difference in my own life. I want to feel good every day. And, you know, I always say that, oh, you feel good every day. And people are like, oh, you can't feel positive every day. Yeah, we can't feel positive every day, but we can feel good. Like, I don't have any aches and pains in my body today. That's good. I feel healthy. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean that you have to have a happy mind. Every day, sometimes things happen and we're not positive. I know, I get that. But we can still feel good within ourselves. So just when you're ready to do it, you need to start. If you if you're coming up with excuses, then first of all, you're not ready. Having that self-awareness is another way to get started. So understanding your body, it signals your goals. Being self-aware is the cornerstone of biohacking. 
you need to know your body, how it works, what it needs, what you enjoy, what it doesn't enjoy, what you enjoy to eat, what makes you feel bad or sick or unhealthy or undernourished. You then experiment. So I'm on my biohack journey. You know, I'm with you. I'm still experimenting what feels good for me. I went to the gym this morning and, you know, I don't really enjoy pulling, (laughs) I can't even use the right terminology, lifting weights, doing weights. You know, I prefer classes, but I do do it anyway because I know that I want to keep my joints strong and I want a little bit of strength. And I know that as a woman, as we get older, our bone density gets smaller. So, I'm doing things now to help me, whether I'm, you know, I don't love lifting weights, but I experiment. I go to classes where there's a few weights and I'll do my own weights and then I'll see what else I can do. So I'm still doing it, but I experiment with it and I'm flexible. I have to be, you have to be flexible with yourself and then personalize. So what I say to you today may not work for you, but you might go, ah, okay, I'm going to try that. Or you might try something and then learn that it doesn't work for you and you can adapt. There, I know a lot of people that do are biohackers and some of the stuff that they do, I'm not down with. I don't enjoy it, so I don't do it. So remembering that this is an ongoing journey and biohacking is your toolkit for continuous improvement. It's not just, oh, I'm going to do this and... I'm going to be so much better. Yes, you will, but it's 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 thing that you know you need to to carry on. You know, biohacking is something that you'll be doing every day for the rest of your life once you get started. So I'm going to go through a few of the things I just mentioned and giving a bit more detail into those and the things that I do as well. So I haven't wrote a a numbered list, so I'm not quite sure how many are here. So let's just get through. First of all, prioritizing your sleep. Sleep is the number one tool for anything and everything. (laughs) Whether your goal is more energy, weight loss, improve hair, skin, nails, better mental health, maximizing your sleep quality, not just quantity, by cutting down on food and caffeine before bedtime, Reducing your blue light exposure, exposure at least three hours before bed. So I'm saying that really loudly for those of you that know that you sit in bed on your phone and then you wonder why you can't fall asleep. Then you're tired the next day. You probably reach for more coffee. You then maybe eat foods you don't want to eat and then you're tired all day at work and then you feel bad for being tired at work and you're snappy at the kids and then oh it's on and on and on the blue light in our phones actually stops us from secreting melatonin that is essential for proper sleep i have actually switched all of my prescription glasses to blue light glasses and that's another podcast that i'm training my eyes not to need the prescription so i'm just use blue light blocking glasses now and you know not all day I don't keep them on all day but when I'm on my laptop and I swear by putting your phone away I charge my phone in a different room it goes to bed about seven and I go to bed about nine but I don't touch it from probably about 6 p.m I'm generally done by then done with the internet done with looking at things um but this has come with time like 
I'm not much of a scroller anymore, but you read the, the more you put your phone away, the less you want to look at it. Also making sure when you're in bed, and again, this is something that only recently I have, we've done. We brought a new duvet and it has changed. <laughs> I don't know why we bought, didn't buy one earlier. So we only had like, obviously it's really warm here and we have the air conditioning on in the summer, but our duvet was just so light and it just wasn't, wasn't doing anything. So making sure that in the evening, when you're in bed, you're comfortable. Also trying to find, so if we're too hot in bed, we can't sleep. And if we're too cold in bed, we can't sleep. So making sure that you're able to find your perfect sleeping climate. You can actually buy temperature controlled mattresses that keep you to your perfect sleeping climate. But once you find that, you'll notice that you do sleep all the way through. So if you wake up cold, maybe get a thicker duvet. If you wake up hot, try a thinner duvet. And I know that's just, might sound like, oh, yeah, obvious, but how many of you haven't had a new duvet for a while? Or, you know, you wear loads of layers to bed and you're really uncomfortable because you're wearing so many clothes. Or vice versa. Here, it's so hot, but you also want that weight of the duvet. Anyway, let's move on. So that's optimizing your sleep. Next is your gut. So a healthy gut is a core principle of biohacking. The healthier your gut, the better your immune immune system. Your gut communicates with the brain as well to maintain overall well-being. So when my mental health was off, my gut was off. I ate gluten-free for about two years because I thought it was that, but it wasn't, it was my mind. So looking after your gut, looking after the digestive enzymes. And what they do is they help your body absorb nutrients from food. And they can be useful for those with digestion issues. So if you have a problem with your diet, then look after your gut, looking after your mindset. It's connected. Your gut is your second brain. Do this through your diet, of course. What goes in comes out. How many vegetables do you eat a day? How much fruit do you eat a day? What we need to do is make sure we're nourishing our gut. Are you eating too much processed food? Can you cut some of that out? Unfortunately, a lot of the convenient food and the quick food to make and eat is processed, which is not good for your gut. You know, having the odd takeaway is fine, yes, but having a look at what else you're eating. And this is what made a big change for me as well. And when I was still teaching... I, for a while, I would go to the Seven the Eleven actually across the street. They had these ready meals, and you know, it was quick chicken and rice. And then once I started to tune in, I'm like, why is my stomach so bloated when I'm at work? I checked what was in the chicken and rice, and it wasn't just chicken and rice. It was a load of salt, a load of other things. My skin was bad, you know, and it came from that. As soon as I stopped eating that my spots declined. What is it? It's MSG. It was full of MSG. So that every day, me thinking I was being healthy because I was eating chicken and rice, I actually wasn't. Then at the weekends, I was going out drinking and eating fast food. And then, you know, a vicious circle over and over and over again. No wonder I thought that I needed to be gluten-free because I was having no nutritious food. So looking at your daily diet, 
looking at what goes in your body. And I'm not saying to go on a diet, but where can you replace some of the uh, undernourishing food for more nourishing food? You know, and I still get really, what's the word, perplexed or, or surprised by people who are, oh, I don't like fruit, I don't like vegetables, but then they eat, and there's only one day to describe it, crap. And I just think, how can you not? Yes, there's certain fruits and vegetables that I don't like, but there are people out there, and as a mentor, I speak to people, like, oh, no, I don't, I don't eat fruit and vegetables. Like, okay, well, there's your first problem. You know, you're an adult, you need to understand that this is good for you. Find the ones that you do like and eat them. So if you're listening to this and that is you, that's what you need to do. You need to find the ones that you like and you need to eat them. Okay. Other things. So we've spoken about blue light management. We've spoken about sleep, your gut, working out. So one thing that I've recently started doing is a HIT class. Before I used to be like, oh my God, I hate it. I hate it. I hate being in a gym class and there's someone shouting at what to do. But when I was reading about HIT, so high intensive, sorry, high intensive interval training or high intensity, intensity, I can't say it. High intensity interval training. There we go. So this involves short, sharp bursts of intense exercise followed by a period of rest or something with a lower intensity. And what this does is it triggers the body's anaerobic and aerobic systems. So it promotes cardiovascular fitness and metabolic efficiency. I did write that bit down. And what happens is these intense bursts push the body to work near maximum capacity, creating an afterburn. And this is known as excess post-exercise oxygen consumption. And this increases calorie expenditure post-workout. So if weight is something you're working on, after the workout, you're still losing calories. And for me, even though I hated this at first, I felt the benefits. I felt good after because I was like, oh, I hate cardio, I hate gym classes, I'm just going to go to the gym and do my own thing, sit on the bike, you know, and that's okay, but now I understand that I need to mix it up. So I'll, I go swimming twice a week, I go a gym class twice a week, then I do my own little thing as well. I do, obviously, yoga, I'm a yoga teacher, so I really mix it up, I don't have one set routine, and that's really important when you're working on your body, mixing it up, and for me, that really helps because I get bored. I don't know about you, but I get bored going to the gym if it's the same thing all the time. So it helps to keep keep it spicy, I guess. And if you're not a member of a gym, get outside, There, get on YouTube. There are so many videos now on YouTube that there's no excuse really because it's free on there as well. Like move your carpet out the way, move your rugs out the way. And go on, you find, you know, get on YouTube and there's loads of hit classes. There's knee friendly hit classes as well if you have bad knees. Another thing that I've started to do, let's go with the ice, ice baths. For the past few months, I've been trying to get to an ice bath. My target was once a week, but then sometimes there's a clash. So at least 
once a fortnight, I'm actually going to invest in my own ice bath after Christmas. And you can actually do this without going to an ice bath. You can do this in a cold shower. And again, I've started, so I was the, you know, my boyfriend, we have separate bathrooms, but if he used my shower, I would hear him do a little scream because of how hot it is. Now I've pushed it all the way to cold. The cold water in Dubai only lasts about a minute though, but I make sure that for that first minute I'm in that cold water because then it's because it's warm here, the, the, you know, the water's always lukewarm. It's a side story when I go home and brush my teeth and the water's cold, it's like a big shock because I'm used to brushing my teeth in warm water here. Um, so the exposure to cold temperatures stimulates oh God, several psychological responses. Cold exposure activates brown fat. So it's a type of fat that burns calories to generate heat, aiding in, again, weight management. So if you're looking to also lose weight and step into a biohacking journey, this is another thing that's really going to help you. If you're trying to maintain weight or just maintain health like me, this is like the icing on the cake. Cold exposure also enhances circulation. So it improves the efficiency of nutrogen and oxygen transport. So getting in that cold shower, getting in a cold bath, it releases endorphins and it also contributes to a positive mood and reduces stress levels. So try it. If you go to a gym and they've got a plunge pool and you always avoid it, get in the plunge pool give it a go. And then last, the thing that I'm also, I'll talk about aromatherapy. I'm going to do a full podcast, I think, on this. So aromatherapy with essential oils. Now, not all essential oils are safe. And now I've just partnered with a company that produce sustainable and healthy essential oils so reach out if you'd like a bit more information of that i'm offering free consultations a little plug there but aromatherapy with essential oils so you inhale you can put it in a diffuser you can apply so i'm currently sat with i put frankincense on before i started recording and a little bit of lavender um and then they can influence mood stress and cognitive function So they contain aromatic compounds that can interact with the limbic system, which is the emotional center of the brain. So for example, I put lavender oil on, it has calming properties. It reduces stress, promotes relaxation. Peppermint oil, which I also use a lot, can enhance focus and alertness. Eucalyptus oil can help, you know, if you've got a cough or a cold. So you can put away the things you get from the chemist that you don't know what's in and reach for a natural essential oil and like I say you can diffuse inhale apply you know whatever is better for you so there you have biohacking in a nutshell what it is how to step into it and a few things for you to try and I actually don't think other than hit but if you've got youtube you can do that for free I don't think any of them will cost you anything. Um, the essential oils, sorry. Yeah, you need to buy essential oils. But 
once you've bought the essential oils, they're going to last you a very long time. And if you think about these things, you know, be mindful, turning off the TV, reducing your blue light, doing some HIIT workouts, finding your perfect workout, nutrition. Okay, yes, I know cheaper food, the bad food is cheaper, which is why we might reach for it. The convenient food is cheaper. But think of it in the long run. Would you prefer to look after yourself now and not have to spend any money on putting yourself right as you get older? Because this is the time to do it from a very early age to prevent the things that do pop up. You know, you don't have to be an elderly person to be suffering with some of the things that people suffer with now in their 30s, in their 40s. So it is going to help you. If you have any questions about biohacking, any of the things that I've mentioned today, if you're that person that knows that you're full of the excuse of, I can't commit, I haven't got any money, and you need an accountability partner, happy to do that. Just reach out to me and I can check in whenever you want me to check in, just a message to, you know, are you on track? So yeah, just let me know. If there's thousands of you, then I might have to put a limit on that. But yeah, if that's something that you need or I can put you join the Facebook group and we can have the biohackers within the Facebook group, which will probably work better. Sorry, I was just talking and thinking at the same time. So we can do that within the Facebook group and you'll have 260 other people, which is what the number is at the moment, keep holding you accountable. Anywho, let's end there for today. Thank you for listening. Let me know how you get on with this and happy biohacking. And that's it today, everybody. I hope you have a lovely week and I'll see you again next week. Don't forget, five stars, download, tell your friends. You're amazing.